Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. I call what I'm going to do today the curing the curse of the Tower of Babel. Curing the curse of the Tower of Babel. If you were born without a tongue, you would have gone to heaven easily. Now consider your life without your tongue. You would have gone to heaven easily. It means that you are not likely to sin. Because anything that is in your head and you don't say it is not likely to get you into trouble. One of the things that have got into all the troubles you are in in the world sometimes, about 80 to 80 percent of them are just because of this tongue. And the tongue has featured so frequently in the history of humankind. Even in the build-up to the crucifixion of Jesus, when the people were shouting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him, it was their tongue they were using to say that. Garden of Eden, the devil comes and he's conversing with the woman, and that is how the fall came. Can you imagine if Eve had no tongue? She can't even taste that fruit to see whether it was good or not. The Bible says she tasted and the, and the tree was good for taste. So, assuming that Eve had coronavirus and couldn't taste and couldn't smell, that problem, that, that was end of it, dead on arrival. And then she's, she's conversing with the devil, she's eating the fruit, and that has to do with taste. And then, after the flood, Noah again went and planted a vineyard and drank of the wine and God drunk and is lying in naked and the son comes to see him and he curses his grandchildren. Now, so I imagine Noah without, without a tongue. There will be no taste of, 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 of wine. And then if he woke up from his stupor and wanted to curse somebody and he had no tongue, there was no way he could curse anybody. Now, after the flood, after the flood, 100 years after the flood, the people are traveling from one place to another, one place to another, finally landed in a place called Shinar, which today we will call Babylon, which in the Bible times we would say Babylon, Shinar. They got to this plane and they decided that we are going to build a temple, sorry, a, a, a city called Babel, and then there was a lot of confusion. We will get to that later. But over there, all the nations were united. All the people were united with one language, common language. And Bible scholars believe that that language was the Hebrew language. God struck them with confusion. I will come back to the story. Then after that, their languages were divided. The people were scattered, went into various places. Now, on the day of Pentecost, when there was a sound like as of a rushing mighty wind and tongues, cloven tongues as of fire came from a common source. So there was a common source and appearing and then flashes or scintillations of tongues, fiery tongues separated from the common source and started sitting on the, on, on the people. We are not told whether it was on their head, their shoulder, they are wherever we don't know but some of you when i look at you i think in your case if it's falling now it's likely to fall on your forehead 
Because when I look at your forehead, it can be a good platform. Because it's so nicely and wonderfully made by God. So everybody and where the, 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 the tongues of fire are likely to sit. So now he sat, sat, on the, sat on the people, rested on them. And the Bible said that they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues. So now we see in the upper room, there was a sound like a wind. The sound is selected. The wind is selected because wind can represent the Holy Ghost. We see something about fire because fire too can represent the Holy Ghost. The tongue represents a Holy Ghost empowered tongue. And God seems to tell us that everything about charismatism, everything about Pentecostalism is related to the tongue. If you are anointed and your tongue is anointed, you are likely to make a lot of impact. And as I preach to you today, I'm believing God that God will empower your tongue. May you employ your tongue and change your destiny. May you employ your tongue and reverse a curse. It will amaze you that where you are sitting today is because some years ago, somebody spoke a, 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 a curse. Somebody released a curse from their tongue and brought you into the state in which you are. You are going to use your tongue and you are going to reverse that curse and you are now going to use the same tongue and you are going to put a blessing on yourself and a blessing on your children and on your children's children. If you said an amen, that thing is happening to you in the name of Jesus. Now, so on the day of Pentecost, clothing tongues as of fire sat on them. And I believe it all happened and, and to a large extent, I will not be surprised if God had in mind what happened at the Tower of Babel. The tongue is so important. The story about the people at the Tower of Babel features four things, three things. Number one is that it features capacity. Number two is that it features a cause. And number three, it, it features a curse. In Nigeria, how we pronounce the curse and the cause, there's not much difference, but we understand which one it is. In Nigeria, both of them are a cause. But, so, there are three things here. Capacity, cause, curse. And then, in the upper room in the New Testament, on the day of Pentecost, there was a cure. So, capacity, cause, curse, cure. Now, the capacity that people had, let's go to Genesis chapter 11 and let's look at what happened there. The Bible said that Genesis 11 from the verse number 1, the Bible said, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. My goodness. Of one language and of one speech. This was their capacity. Everybody shout capacity. Come on, shout it capacity. Shout it again, capacity. Capacity, their capacity is that they were of one language and of one speech. Verse number two, let's go. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shina, which were later on because called Babylon. And, the, and Babylon means confusion in the midst of the mix. And they dwelt there. Okay, they dwelt there. 
And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and bend them truly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make a name and let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth and the lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded and god and the lord said behold the people is one and they have all one language and this they begin to do and nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. So this one speaks about their, 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 their capacity. The capacity is that the people is one and they speak one language. And nothing will be refrained from them. People, when you have one language, it's very easy to develop. Now, so he's saying that the people is one and they speak the same language and this thing they have begun to do and nothing will be refrained from them which they have imagined to do that means a people that are united in language there is nothing they cannot do there's nothing they can do and that is why you know what today one of the fastest growing aspect of christianity is the charismatic and the pentecostal church and people don't understand it. The reason why the Pentecostal and the Charismatic churches grow so fast is because God has united or reunited our languages and our tongues. When we come back here and we say, shall we pray? And everybody goes, We may sound different in our tongues, but the truth is that every tongue you speak is a tongue in the spirit. No man understands you. How be it in the spirit? You are speaking mysteries so god has taken us from the same from different places has taken us into the upper room and our tongues are reunited so now the thing about the language thing is that he's saying when the people are one they can do many things so you go into a church and sometimes it's the division. This one is saying this and that one is saying that and that one is saying this. Another person is saying something else. When we come to KIA, our language is one and the language is this. That there is a deluge on the face of the earth and we are coming into this ark. We are coming into this ship and while we are believing God is Lord, keep us alive in the midst of the ship. We want to thrive in the midst of the corona. We want to survive the corona and we want to arise and possess our possessions in the midst of the corona and after the corona that is our language and it's one it's one it's one you come to our families confusion everybody speaking their own language let somebody die some say let's bury him upside down some say let's bury him face down somebody say let's carry the person to the hometown some say let's carry the person to the away town confusion confusion some say bury him in his bury him in his wedding dress some say no bury him in the hunting dress some say no look for a cassock and bury him some say bury him in three-piece suit some say bury him in pajamas confusion different languages 
different language. When you get people to speak one language, one language, one language, there will be a revival. When you get people to speak one language, there will be a church explosion. Oh, I tell you people, when your languages are divided, God himself said, let us go and let us destroy their languages. And the Bible said, and God came down. And the whole aim was to scatter them in different languages. And sometimes you go into a family and the confusion. Different languages. That one is. And sometimes they can be speaking the same account, but it's different languages because different motives and different minds are powering what they are saying. I pray today. May the curse of disunity be broken in your family. May the curse of disunity be broken in your region. And may the curse of disunity be broken in your nation. Listen, if you can speak one language between you and your wife, between you and your husband, amongst you and your children, if you can speak one language, you will go far. The binding and losing will be reduced. These people were not praying. These people were not in binding and losing. These people were not fasting. These people were just one and their language was one. And God said, nothing will be refrained from them. You go to another church, they are divided. They are arguing. They are fighting. And they are in fasting and prayer. You go to a family and the, the wife is on three weeks drive fast and between she and the husband they are speaking different language and they are still on three weeks drive fast boy or are you girl you are wasting your time wasting your time the whole earth or all the people at that time in that place they were of one language that was their capacity listen the ability to speak one language you need capacity these people had the naturally acquired language the hebrew tongue but in our case for mentality for social differences for all the barriers we have as a people to speak one language oh we need a lot of help and the people cannot develop they can't break through they can't do anything meaningful today i curse the curse of division in your family i curse the curse of divided language in the name of jesus christ and i pray that for your house and for your region and for where you are for your nation may god make you of one language come on clap your hands and praise god so now the people their capacity it's one language. They, they, they have, listen, it's better to be a family of one language than a family of millionaires, than a family of intellectuals, than a family of rich people, than a family of intellectuals. And no, there is no point in being all these things when you are divided. But when you are even illiterate and you are united, look at ants. Look at what ants can do because of unity. Ants. <laughs> Ants can move a loaf of bread and you don't know how they moved it. They will surround it and they are pushing it. It's small, but they are pushing it. They will change the location of bread. You'll be shocked. Some of you, one day, ants will gather and move you from your bed in the night. Say you and your wife are fighting and you say you will unite. One day they will carry the woman or they will carry you. By the time you wake up, you are in the bathroom. And ants have surrounded you. 
and then you ask them, how did, they, did I arrive here? They say, well, when your languages are divided, it is very easy for us to move you like that. Learn a lesson from us. Somebody clap your hands. So, these people had an attribute where they, they, they had the ability to speak one language, and then they are, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are coarse. And the course over here is C-A-U-S-E. C-A-U-S-E. That is the purpose. What was their purpose? They, they, they had a certain capacity. And their purpose was to build a city and a tower. The city was called Babel. And Babel means confusion, mixed. Mixed language. Confusion because of mixture. The tower is top was to reach heaven but you see when you say the top whose top may reach to heaven they say let us build a tower whose top may reach to heaven and many people think it's because the, ta- the tower was high if that tower being high means that god is bringing it down because the tower is high then god would have destroyed most of the cities that are in the world he would have gone to tokyo and brought down every um wall every um skyscraper go to new york and pull everything down and then he will come to your village and bring down the God's God. Uh, because even in the, in the upper east, we've got, we've got towers. So God would have gone to all these places and pulled everything down. But that is not the purpose. That, that was not the cause. The, the, they finished building the city, I believe. I believe they finished the city. And they were left with the tower to build it. And the reason God came against the tower was because this idolatrous and demonic gesture of building the tower whose top may reach the heaven was the thing that annoyed God because they were building the tower and they were going to put on the last floor the image of a god called Bel Merodach. So they were going to put Bel Merodach's image on that tower and worship it. And they were going to worship the signs of Zodiac in the forms of um, idols, these people were going to bow down and they were going to worship them. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the people that are dedicated to Satan, Satanism and destruction, they know how to be united. But when you go into the, the occultic groups and things, they are together and they are building one thing. And these people say, you know what? We are building a tower whose top may reach to heaven. And very soon you will understand what I mean. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, people are building a lot of things and they are doing many things, but most of the thing is worship. I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, life is all about worship. Tell somebody life is all about worship. Come on, say it. Say it. Say it. Now watch this. Every money in this world is worshiping a certain God. Every money in the world is worshipping a certain God. Oh me, my main purpose in life is to get money. Oh boy, your main purpose in life is to get money. Somebody who spends his money on his food, his belly is his God. Somebody spends his money on women, the women are his gods. 
Somebody spends the money on alcohol. The alcohol is the God. Somebody spends the money on, on a certain religion. That religion is the God. I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't dedicate your money and your success to Almighty God, you will dedicate it to something else. You will de- So the Bible said, no man can serve God and mammon. You cannot serve two masters. Listen, if your money, your success, your breakthrough is not going to God, then it is going to a God. A God. Oh, ask for me. I'm working hard to take care of my family. Your family is your God. Your family is your God. So these people are building a tower and the aim of this tower is to dedicate it to the heavens. You are talking about the heavenly powers. And human beings use their capacity as acts of rebellion against God and satanism. So these people were going to build a city and they were going to build a tower and they have one language and and everything is to just dedicate the top to demons and principalities and powers. And they are worshipping the signs of the zodiacs over there. Ladies and gentlemen, the world in which we are, people are worshipping things. Oh. People are worshipping things. People are into things. People are talking to stars. And they are talking to the moon. And they are talking to the skies. And I see some of you, you are walking about on earth. And you think you are just doing whatever you want to do. You don't do what you want to do. Things are controlling you. And there are forces in the heavenlies that are controlling you. Listen, when something hit Job, bam! Now Bibia was with Job. Eja Job. Bibia was Source from the head. Hmm. To the feet. The man, wind came from the wilderness. Tore his house, the house of their big brother down. Killed his children, killed his animals. Fire fell from somewhere. Job did not know where all these things were coming from until in Job chapter 28, God came to Job 38. God came to Job and said, Job, you have asked me too many questions. Job, you said God gave and God took. He said, I didn't take. He said, Job. You said the Lord gives and the Lord takes. Job, I didn't take anything from you. He said, Job, you said I killed your children and I took your animals. I didn't take anything. He said the thing that took from you was because you did not understand the operations of Pleiades. And you didn't understand the operations of Orion. And you didn't understand the operations of the Mazaroth. And you did not understand the operations of Actus. He said, Job, you were busy worshipping God. But in the realm of the spirit, you have no understanding of the heavenly bodies. And their impact on the face of the earth. I'm getting ready to lead you into a realm which will make you a master 
over the stars and the moon and the sun i'm getting ready to charge a certain joshua into activity who will look at the moon and say stop and look at the sun and say stop i'm getting ready to talk to somebody who will command the stars and they will obey you and from today the stars will begin to fight on your behalf when he says the moon shall not smite you by night nor the sun by day it is not talking about physical smiting it is talking about spiritual smiting i declare in the name of jesus that anybody that is lifting up your hand right now you are power and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what you lose on earth shall be losing heaven and even there when he says whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what you lose on earth shall be losing heaven people are thinking about heaven where god is seated it's not heaven where god is seated alone paul made us aware it is the heavenlies where principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world operate oh Jehovah. so god said job job let me talk to you job can you bind the sweet influences of pleiades job there was a time in your life when the sweet influences of pleiades pleiades is a constellation of seven stars that there were some seven stars in the heavens that had formed a constellation a space that is occupied by stars is what they call the constellation and sometimes it can take the shape of creation the shape of animals and the shape of objects so those of you that know anything about the people that do astrology you will see sometimes they will draw stars and they will look like they form the shape of a ram and some can form the shape of a pool and some can form the shape of fish now these pleiades are the, the seven stars that came together to form a constellation and the bible said they had sweet influences and that is because pleiades came into operation during the springtime the springtime springtime when the weather is good when everything is calm when you are productive when you are blessed when you are favored when you are on the increase when you are on acceleration when you are on fire when your life is being blessed that is the springtime and the weather is good and he's saying jehovah when you were in your season of play ivies there was no way you could bind the sweet influences you couldn't stop it and no devil could stop it because it was your time i pray today in the name of jesus may everything in heaven begin to work in your favor i ask in the name of jesus may it be your springtime may 2021 be your springtime may it be the time when the sweet influences of play ideas are on you the sweet influences the sweet influences the sweet influences when jesus was born the bible said the wise men they saw his star wise men in the east saw his star god put you on earth but he put the stars in the heavens for a purpose i pray in the name of jesus unbelievers will say your star will shine but i'm speaking to somebody right now that every heavenly body every heavenly body that is connected with your destiny may it favor you in the name of jesus he said job can stop buying the, the sweet influences of play ideas in other words 
when the stars are operating in your favor and the moon is operating in your favor and the sun is operating in your favor you cannot bind it and you cannot stop it and if you cannot bind it and you cannot stop it then no devil can bind it no principality can stop it ah when it's time for you to marry nothing can stop it when it's time for you to have your children nothing can stop it when it's time for you to travel nothing can stop it nothing can stop it nothing can stop it it. nothing can stop it anytime you see people prognosticating and using the moon and the sun and the stars to determine something you must be very careful do you notice that Easter never happens until people tell us about Easter and the calendar is determined by some people they look at the stars and they prognosticate and they know that in the year 2021 the easter must be in april some years they will tell you the easter must be in march that means people when you hear they are talking about the stars and the moon and determining all those things about easter and things you must be on the watch out i pray from today may may you take nothing for granted in your life may you never take anything for granted in your life listen Bawadim, I was say, okay, Rim, and in dinner, I can force a Rimunia, and yet, and yet, I can be too quiet, but a Rimunia can still bind the sweet influences of play ideas. But you know what, people, what I'm telling you now is that this is your time. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.